out of the college football playoff, but we're still smiling. <laughs> You're watching uh, Pat's Interference. Thank you to those of you who are tuning in live, and if you are listening to us on your favorite podcasting platform, thank you for joining us there. Yeah, shout out. Pat's Interference. I'm Patrick Brickman. He's Patrick Norwood, and Howdy. we are here to um, stream some NCAA 14 and talk college football and answer your questions and kind of, I don't know, bemoan the things that went poorly for Alabama on Monday. So, uh... I don't even want to hop into it. Do you, you remember? Do you remember what I said? Yeah, opening statements. Sure, opening statements. Uh, do you remember what I said after the Georgia game about having realistic expectations as to where the season has been? Sure. Yes. Go back to week three when we started a lacrosse player quarterback, <laughs> and tell yourself in the midst of our conversation about well, everyone should transfer after this, and Jalen Monroe should quit playing football. We didn't mean it. Um, and tell yourself. You take the number one seed mm -hmm. that you're an underdog to, to the fourth quarter with a 10-point lead, and then to overtime to the brink. Yes. I think you would have taken that bet. I would have taken it in September for sure. Um, Ladies that, and gentlemen, Jade Norwood. That doesn't exactly lessen my disappointment with some of the things that Alabama did in the game, but for it sure. does give good perspective I, I the think it's, as a whole, and those are two beasts kind of at odds in my head. Trying to have perspective that it was a, good, a great season... Uh, especially given what Alabama did in week two. Uh, shout out to Nikki for watching and giving us a uh, compliment on our matching outfit. Oh, thank you so much. We just noticed it before we started podcasting. Which, um, where'd you get that one? Uh, Old Navy? Costco. You dog. Oh, bargain hunters. Oh my gosh. Wow. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, no. Like, obviously the game didn't go the way that we wanted, but I think it's good... In times like this, to keep an outside perspective, sure. right? Like, the 2021 national title was a bummer because we had Bryce Young, but we had Bill, Bill Butthole Chan O'Brien calling our plays. Yeah. Um, butthole Bill O'Brien. No, sorry, it doesn't work. Um, and that sucked. But, like, this team, I think, overachieved what it should have, what it was supposed to. I think... Uh, I forgot we put in this new guy. Oh, yeah, I put in the... Oh, yeah, if this is your first time watching, we play NCAA 14 on a... Uh, on a dynasty that we've got, this is our offensive coordinator, Quincy Radar, and we're running plays right now. Uh, number one Alabama 9-0, just how it should be. Uh, but I think this one just feels different to me because it wasn't just this huge, like, letdown. Yeah. Right? Yes, the game didn't go the way you wanted, but at the same time, looking to where we were to right now is important. Mm -hmm. that's, that's where I'm at with it. X's and O's type beat? Uh... Defense played great for almost the entirety of the second half, except when they really needed to play great. And it looks like our game just crashed. So we're yeah, I think we might be that. frozen. Nope. Oh, we hey, we're, we're back. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's that that part sucks, right? Yeah. Um, the other part that sucks, I think, was play calling a good bit. I know that I harp on this all the time, but I think it's been. I think I deserve to harp on it. It's been a huge issue for nearly four years now. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't understand how you go away from outside runs and screen passes just because they didn't work one time. Well, they didn't even try a screen pass there for was, a very long time. There it was felt like the thing that would perfectly counteract what was working for One tunnel Michigan. screen that got uh, dropped or blown up 
pretty early on in that second half. Uh-huh. And they never tried it again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we kind of got in our own way by not running with Justice Hayes more because it, it Justice Haynes, excuse me, because it got blown up on one play. And then we just abandoned it. And that's exactly what Bill O'Brien used to do, and it drove us nuts. It felt like the whole game, Alabama's play calling, they were calling plays based on what they thought Michigan thought was coming. Yes. It was Michigan probably thinks a pass is coming, so let's run. And whenever it was like, hey, this is a good running situation, they kept passing. And it felt like they were outsmarting themselves instead of just getting up to the line and executing what works in situational football. Yes. They, ca- they were trying to outsmart themselves, and they weren't executing anything for much of the game, and they would put together a good drive every here and again. But it was a frustrating game to watch, for sure. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Uh, yeah, and I think, oh, my gosh. For what Benson's it's Benson's going to catch up. For what it's worth, Milrow's going to catch up. Bap. Yes, sir. Great tackle. <laughs> Great tackle. Um, yeah, I mean, for what it's worth, like... It, it just, the plays that were working, were working to guys that are going to be on the field next year. Yeah. Isaiah Bond played great. Jalen Milrow played, except for one very, very bad error, played great. Justice Haynes played out of his mind. But both touchdowns were scored by Jason McClellan. Mm-hmm. How do you look at that stat and then not say, okay, let's feed the ball? No, I'm, I'm with you. I think that the play calling was just was a shell of what it had been. I mean, part of the reason that Alabama got on their winning streak was because the offense figured itself out and was capable yes. of putting up big games. Uh, I think the defense did spectacular. I would, I would give the defense a, a B-plus at worst. I mean, I think holding Michigan to 20 points should have been enough to win that game. Yeah, I agree. And it went to overtime. I mean, they did, they did enough to take it to overtime and keep playing, but... The defensive... Uh, the thing that bothered me on defense was towards the end of the fourth quarter going into overtime... Um, there was a lot of mesh routes, crossing routes, uh, routes out into the flat for a running back where you had two linebackers pointing at the guy who was about to get the ball. Uh-huh. And then they both decided to sprint and start going over to that direction. And that's just, that's yeah, miscues. Yeah, assignments for sure. That's miscues, for, for right? Sure. And I think once you get to that point in the game, you look, that happens in the first quarter, it happens in the first quarter. It is the fourth quarter of the game. How is this still happening? Um, and then there's the obvious bugaboo and probably the biggest fault and the biggest reason that Alabama didn't come out on top of that game. And that is the play from Seth McLaughlin, the center, who is now transferring out of Alabama. Um, he will definitely go down as my least favorite Alabama offensive lineman of all, of all time. <laughs> For sure. Uh, it is him and Chris Caps, and then not a lot of other names come to mind. Um, maybe the Brock Myers, depending on how their career goes at Alabama because they were so highly touted and didn't do anything. Yeah. Um, if you don't count players that were, you know, bad for team, you know, just camaraderie and all that, you know, troublemakers on the team. As far as just normal run-of-the-mill contributing starting players, I think McLaughlin has to be the most infuriating that I can think of. Yeah. Uh, Because bad snaps, they're even more obvious on tape than, like, bad cornerback play, right? We all remember how bad Dion Blue was and other players Oof. that didn't play up to the standard. Trey DePriest wasn't one of our better oh, linebackers. Oh, there you say that name in this whole... You know, stuff like that. But McLaughlin, I mean, Alabama started moving right after halftime, and he sent two straight snaps past Milrow. Yeah. In a row. And yes. he almost lost us the Iron Bowl doing that. He was almost the reason we didn't make the playoff, because he snapped it to nobody in the Iron Bowl. 
And it's not that it was like, hey, this is a one-game thing. No, this is a problem against Texas, uh, and our, it just never fixes itself. Go back and look at Alabama's first touchdown of the season against MTSU. Do you remember what happened? A dribble snap right at his foot. Past Jalen Milrose's feet, mm-hmm. who picked it up and made a great athletic play. No, I think I think you can absolutely, you know, I don't like attributing losses to one guy, but here it's pretty hard not to, right? Um, on the flip side of the ball, because we can't, we never do this on the podcast, so we're not going to start it here in this game. We do need to talk about Michigan. They played great. They had a good game plan. Mm-hmm. Um, they came in on offense and did what Washington has made their bread and butter on all year, which is we are going to make plays when we need to make plays. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a lot of scheming guys open. There wasn't a ton of plays that I felt like Alabama was outmanned or outgunned talent-wise. No. I think a lot of it was just, you know, um, scheming guys open, getting guys open, which our offensive coordinator, Alabama's offensive coordinator, could not do all night. No. There was no scheme. The, the, the receivers weren't making an impact. There was no separation on the passing route. Nothing. Couldn't get anything going in the rat run game. Couldn't get anything going in the passing game. I, I wouldn't even say Cu- that. Couple, couple, I mean, the drives that worked worked because we got a run game going. But that was maybe three drives the whole game. I mean, there were only a couple instances where we actually really started going on the ground, which then opened up the pass, which made things easier for Milrow. That only happened two or three drives in the entire game. And then when they were happening, Seth McLaughlin would end the drive with a bad penalty or snapping it at his feet. We also had two drives killed with offensive line penalties. Not snaps, but penalties. I mean, it was just shooting themselves in the foot the entire game, which... Michigan gave Alabama a lot of chances. They had uh, they had two muffed punts. Their, their special teams play was awful. They had a missed field goal. They, they kept us in the game as well. I mean, they played a good game, but they also made mistakes that kept Alabama in the game, and we didn't capitalize on them. Yeah, no. So, like I said at the, at the top of the pod, like it is like you said, you started off talking perspective, and that is at odds with the part of me that's, well, Alabama doesn't take moral victories. We don't go with, you know, there's the other part that's like, we're Alabama. We're supposed to win playoff games. We're supposed to win championships. And they're both kind of annoyed with each other right now. Um, it was a fun season. One of the more fun seasons I've had as a fan, uh, if not the most. Yeah, probably one of my favorites. Um, it was definitely a season where, you know, every Saturday we got to wake up and we got to watch a game with our friends, mm-hmm. right? And I know two years ago that wasn't the case no, at all, no. right? Um, wasn't the case for many years. Yeah, and yeah, especially when you were working and I was at Golf Channel before that and you were still working. Um, it, it just wasn't something that was feasibly possible. Yeah. So yeah, no, it was it was a great season. Shout out uh, so many people. First off, Leslie Paxton and uh, Alexa, who all came over to watch um, the game with me. Uh, shout out to Parker and Forrest, who watched every game with us. Shout out to the lovely Jade, sitting slightly off screen uh, for watching games with us uh, all of the time and being energetic and enthused and loving Alabama as much as we do and also being bummed out. Um, so yeah, it was... Uh, it was good, man. It was, it was a good year. I hate the way that it ended. I'm excited to watch the national title for sure. I think that's going to be an awesome game. And before... Oh, my <laughs> gosh. All right. Sick. Floodgate's opening now. Floodgate's was, opening now. Was it was the worst quarter that we've played of this game in a long time. And now the floodgates are... Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it was, it was a great season. The national championship is about to be awesome. I think we should... It will be a really good is game. Is there anything else you want to say about Alabama-Michigan? Shout out Michigan, too, by the way. Yeah. That was a huge win. That's great for that program, and we'll see what Harbaugh can do. Uh, you still cheated. Very impressed with the way Harbaugh called that game and, and, and what he's been able to do with them. I, I do wonder if, he, if the NFL's next for him, but we won't. that won't be worth talking about until we get there. No. That's, um, that's no, Harbaugh, Harbaugh finally, I mean, 
They've made the playoffs three years. We've known that they've been a mainstay kind of since he's been there, since he got them rolling. But he finally got through and got that big win. And, um, yeah, I mean, Harbaugh just sort of joined the elite. Uh, if they win the championship, he is he is a top three coach in the sport. Will be talked about as such until he If he wins he the national title, does he surpass Dabo as far as, uh, maybe not importance, but stature in yeah, the sport? Yeah, as far as stat, I mean, he, because he, he, I mean, he was... When he was at Stanford, he had Stanford good enough to make playoffs, you know, a couple years there. I mean, I don't know that they would have, but he had Stanford playing at a top 10 level, which is not something that many coaches are even feasible of doing. And Um, now he's turned around. He's brought Michigan, quote unquote, back. I mean, fully back. They're in the national championship game, which we don't know how many years Michigan was down. Oh, jeez. Okay, maybe the floodgates didn't open. I'm I'm not on my, I'm not, I'm not doing what I normally do tonight. I'm playing poorly tonight. Right, we're going to figure it out. Uh, I'm going to win this. All right. Washington, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out Alabama, Roll Tide, always. We will be back next year? Be Two back years next from now? Year. We'll be in. You think? I think they'll be in yeah, the playoffs. It's 12 team. It's 12 team. Uh, okay. Uh, Washington, Texas was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was the high action, high octane fireworks show that we all thought it was going to be. By the way, chat, go ahead and chime in on the Bama Michigan game. Ooh, our Michigan friends, too, Joe and Brandon. Uh, shout out to those dudes because being in a national championship is awesome. Yeah, this um, And we're, we're happy. You guys are happy. Uh, Washington continues to do this thing where they walk into a game and I'm like, they're about to get smacked. Yeah. It's, it's about to be bad. It's about to get ugly. And then they just win. And it's not like they kind of just win. They win and they throw the ball for a million yards. They run for half of that. And their defense shows up when they have to. And it just sort of keeps happening to a point where I'm like, well, they won't make the national title. And now they have. And I'm like, I don't know what to think about that game. But, I mean, they did give Texas an opportunity to come back and he win. He dropped that. He dropped it. <laughs> dropped. All right, well, uh, I don't think I got the hurry up in time, so here you go. That's brutal. Uh, how do we, oh, I guess we got a fumble or something. Um, so, yeah, man, like, I, that game was great. What did you see from Washington and Texas? Also, one of the best quarterback games I've seen played in yeah, years. Yeah, Quinn Ewers I mean, is yeah. a dog, man. He's <laughs> awesome. He is awesome. <laughs> now, my, the game that Michael Penix played, I mean, I... Oh the, the, no, I, and I know, I know that obviously he was the headline, but I thought Quinn Ewers was awesome. That Quinn game. Ewers played well too, but I think what what Penix was able to do and the throws he was able to make in the, in the spots that he made them, I, I mean, that's not normal. He hasn't been normal all year, and and we've we've kind of gone back and forth about him. But I, I'm telling you, man, I think in a couple years, especially if they win this championship and he has a little bit of success in the NFL, we're going to start seeing people do what they started. Uh, doing with Deshaun Watson pre, you know, him kind of falling out of public favor, obviously, and <laughs> being a huge piece of shit. But <laughs> no, remember? Okay, so so the you know the big argument in 2015 was Derrick Henry or Christian McCaffrey. Derrick Henry or Christian McCaffrey. And then years later, Deshaun Watson wins that natty and starts becoming an NFL star. And people start. I don't, nobody was saying this that year, but then all of a sudden, everybody's going, "Well, Deshaun Watson was robbed oh. of a nat of a of a Heisman." I hit the wrong button. I, I am not. I'm not on my game right now. I've actually been playing a little bit of the current Madden because I got it for cheap, and it has kind of messed with me a little bit as far as playing this. But also, this still this game still plays way better than t- 2023 Madden does. That makes me feel really good about next year's college football game that's coming out. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I think in a few years, if if if, if Penix wins this championship and. Yep. Has a little bit of success in the NFL. Let's say he gets drafted by, I don't know, let's say the Vikings take a stab on him somewhere in there. And and has some success. 
people will start saying, well, Penix deserved that Heisman. He was robbed. Even though, I mean, on Heisman which Day, is, nobody was saying... Which is dumb. Vote Penix. Everybody was saying, oh, yeah, it's yeah. Daniels. Yeah. No, I, I think, uh, and Forrest agrees with us, Penix played one of the best games I've seen by a QB in a long time. Uh, Quinn has that deep ball, too. Quinn Ewer's deep ball is awesome. Mm-hmm. No, Penix is... He's that dude, man. He's awesome. I think he's uh, head and shoulders above Deshaun Watson. Um, everyone knows that because I don't think Michael Penix is going to sexually assault people. You have to... Yeah, I mean, I don't think he will either, but... Uh, <laughs> Why we're making? He's, yeah, he's actually assaulted way less people. Oh, you, oh, oh, oh no, oh, oh no. Go, go watch that replay. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I, I saw it, Coach. All right, I saw it. I saw it. Uh, I'm gonna focus on this. You need to talk right now. You, okay, you, you need to talk because I gotta focus on this. You're right. You'll get a touchdown. Um, Penix was outstanding. The defense. Uh, I mean, there wasn't. I won't say it was a game where there wasn't much defense played. It was just the offenses were playing so well. But the defense made big plays for both teams in big spots. It was just an all-around really good game. I really liked the end, uh, the last play that the DB made to, to end the game because he was the one that um, that A.D. Mitchell scored on earlier in the fourth quarter. Mossed him a little bit, and then he went up there. He made one of the better plays you'll see a DB make in a situation yep. like that. Yep. Uh, I feel a little bit vindicated because I was you know, one of the first – people that I can think of going like Washington's going to be able to hang with Texas. And then uh, and then they did and then they they took a big lead. Texas made a good comeback. It was a, just a fun quality both playoff games. This is the probably the best semifinal we've maybe had. Um the year that Georgia uh, played yeah. Oklahoma and Bama played Clemson. Bama played Clemson. Those were really good playoff games. Usually there's a blowout in there. We had an overtime game and a game that very well could have been won on the last play. Hard to beat that. The championship is going to be awesome. Um, so we got a comment from Forrest, a question. Is Penix playing himself into being a top five pick? There's a lot of quarterbacks this There's, year. And you've got a generational wide heavy. receiver, and you've got a really good left tackle. It's hard to say top five. I think I'd be interested to see if people are starting to put him ahead of Daniels because he's been, oh, look at that throw. He's been below Daniels for a couple weeks now. Uh, since probably since Daniels won the Heisman and, and played really well against Florida and all that, I don't want to say quite top five, but I think he could go top ten. I think a couple play, uh, both him and JJ McCarthy kind of played themselves in that top fifteen range, where teams will probably draft maybe even top ten. You know, there could be a team that takes a stab at them. Um, Just gotta run the ball, coach. That's it. Force, would you rather have Penix or uh, or Daniels? Who would you rather have between those two? Uh, that's a that's actually a really. This good is question. NFL. This isn't college. Who yeah. would you rather have leading your NFL franchise? Because I mean, the Patriots I think have the fourth or fifth pick right now. Did they have a bad year? They did, but Forrest is owning it because he, he's he's been he's been team tank for a while now. <laughs> team tank. <laughs> I forgot how busted the. Oh. Man, Malik Benson's gonna be so good for Alabama next year, probably. Um, I'm surprised he's transferring. I am too. I, I really a am. a little bit. I think. I think he thought he was going to come in and be the number one receiver. Art, sorry. Yeah. Parker just said, trick question, Will Levis is the correct answer. Uh, and then Forrest said, would you take him over Drake May? Penix is old. And I've, had, I've, had, I've been trying to figure out how I feel about that. I, I don't love drafting an older quarterback in the top five like that. Just be- now that I work for North Carolina... I can, good night. Almost got a sick touchdown. I can I can say this. Um, Drake Mann's the next John Elway. 
We've all believed that. You and I have said this on the podcast many times. Here's the thing, and I'll say this now that Forrest is listening, and spe- specifically about Drake May. I'd paid attention to his season. I hadn't paid attention much to his highlights this year, but I was on Twitter, and I saw, like, the highlight, like, this is what Drake May is capable of in the NFL type deal. Nice. Oh, gosh. He has, <laughs> when he look, he has some incredible highlights that not yeah. even Michael Penix has. Right. And then he, ha- but he has a lot of, I don't know, man. Dude, he, he makes some bad I'm taking Jane Daniels over a Drake May. But I, Penix is two years older. NFL teams really seem to care about that just because it's all about, you know. But this Everybody wants but the question, at 22. The question is not what do NFL teams normally do. It's what would you do? What would I do? Because I'd take Penix. Yeah, I mean, if I need to win next year, I'll, I would maybe... That's tough. It's tough. I've leaned a little bit more toward Drake Mays, an NFL player, just because of one video I saw. <laughs> so... Pat's Interference Podcast. That, I mean, that's just... You can't teach that. Saban would take him out. <laughs> Saban would remove him from the game. He threw it to him on a line on a dot. Sorry that I don't think of the game in 2D space like the rest right. of you. Well, okay, yeah, I mean, That I want to spread the ball You're more of a four-dimensional football If player. you're listening on podcast, I just rolled to the right hash and threw a sideline pass to, uh, to the far side of the field. Mm-hmm. For a first down. Sideline to sideline. Sideline to sideline. That's just how I play ball. Uh, okay, let's get back to college football a little bit. Uh, the... Other part of this conversation of Washington and Texas is Sarkeesian. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Texas has improved immensely since he's been there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they have Arch Manning coming in. Um, Sark is the answer. Do you think Sark can win a national title at Texas? No doubt. I absolutely 1,000% think he can. Even going into the SEC? Yes. Okay. Uh, I mean, okay, like... Harbaugh got off to a much slower start, we saw, and now we see him on the brink of winning one. He's at Texas. He'll be in the SEC. He's gonna, it's NIL, which benefits Texas more than anybody in that league. More than anybody in the SEC, Texas can stand to benefit, even more than A&M, just because of their brand name. And Boy, now the fact that they're in the SEC with a and and has got a ton of money. So does Texas, though. They both have Texas nah, money. Texas doesn't have A&M money. I think they do. A&M has oil money, And they've brother. got Texas. They had their own network like two years ago. Still How, might. How'd that go? It went really well. Made a crap ton of money to the point where they the could just... The Longhorn Network? Yeah. It was a travesty. But they made money on it. I mean, nobody watched it because nobody actually wants to watch a channel dedicated to a college Ooh. football team, but... Um, what, are you, what are you talking about? Tad TV is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think he can win one. There. Cr- you know, he's got Arch Manning. If Arch Manning pans out and is a good starter for two years, I mean, he's got a Manning at quarterback. That's always going to give you a shot, right? I don't know how good he is, but... Yep. Out, of every, out of every freshman quarterback in the country, I'm probably going to lean the one named Manning by default. I mean, yeah, shout out. It's, it's, a, good, it's a good bet to make, mm-hmm. right? And What's Saban up? will be leaving the conference before too long. And- Ladies and gentlemen, our friend Alexa is here. Alexa, do you want to say anybody, say hi You're to anyone? You're live on Twitch right now. You're live. And the robot thinks we're talking he's about on. Her. He hasn't commented. <laughs> no, has- no, Paxton's not watching, dude. Paxton never, my son never watches me. What a fake fan. I know. Pax I know. A fake fan. Alexa, Alexa was one of the people who watched a game with us the other night. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thanks for taking care of my boy. The robot still thinks that we're going with her. Calm. Look at that growth. That's good to hear. If you didn't hear that, she just said I was surprisingly calm. <laughs> That's growth. 
I also said that uh, you compound my loudness by like 50 degrees. I do? Yeah. Like if you are here and you're mad, we're like kind of, we're dogs. Usually That's what of, I just, like, one of us is barking, the other one's like... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> usually, in the, yes, you're exactly right. Usually in the game, one of us is yelling and one of us is doing the more, like, composed anger. Just, just stone cold quiet. And you probably yell more often, but then, but there's, there's those rare games where I'm the one yelling and you're okay. the one telling me to that calm one's, down. That one scares me. You actually told me to calm down during, I think it was the Tennessee game last year. I told Parker to calm down this, this past you game. Did. Did you and, really? and it was like shocking for both of us. I didn't really tell him to call him. I just kind of patted him on the back. It was also after about, was thank you Alexa snap? for coming by. It was, it was the bad snap. Yeah. It was the bad snap and he, he just absolutely lost his mind. Well, he has a reason. He gets to be mad mind. because he plays I, I didn't blame him at all. I think I was the angriest person there, which was probably a first of the season is what Parker said. So there you go. Well, Look at me growing. Look How about you? that? Um, but no, yeah, sorry. Let's get, let's get back to it. Uh, uh, score prediction for the Natty. Oh, uh... I don't know if Michigan can... I have no idea what's going to happen in this game. I, I'd like to think of myself as like this great big, like, oh, I know. Like, we're college football experts. We're yeah. not. Mm-mm. You've watched this podcast long enough or listened to it. You know that we're not. Um, that being said, this game hinges on whether or not Michigan can score points. And if they have a dry spell like they did against Alabama, I think Washington can win by seven. Mm-hmm. Um, Washington's defense, I don't think, is as strong as Alabama. But I also don't think, I don't know, they held up against Texas when they needed to. They did. And I don't think that it's much of a stretch to say that Michigan's offense isn't as good as Texas's was this year. I feel like I'm going to catch flack for that, but, like, go look at the numbers and tell me I'm wrong. Um, So I'll I'll take, I think this is a toss-up. Oh, Bosco's on the Twitch stream. I just realized that. Look. There she is. Can you see her? Um, I think think I'll take Michigan by three, but I have no confidence in it. Again, if they have a dry spell like they did against Alabama in the second half, they're not winning that game. Um, They have to fix their special teams woes. They have to fix some of their defensive issues, especially against the run, because if you let Washington open up the run, they'll hit you deep. Mm -hmm. And unlike Milrow, they'll throw it to somebody who is open, or, you know, they'll have an OC that can scheme guys open. And you're having the game of your life right now with Milrow. I, I don't know what happened. All my highlights are really cool. But it's ju- it scrambles, and you're just killing them with it. Um, but yeah, so I think uh, I think if Michigan can get through those sort of issues and hiccups, mm-hmm. they should win this game. Yes. I don't know if they can agree. do that. Uh, but I will take Michigan by three. You're asking me to put a score on it. I'll say like 30 to 27. I will... I'm going to lean slightly Michigan. I think it's going to be a funky game because I think that uh, I think both teams will probably feel each other out for a while in this one. I definitely think it's Are we watching this game together? I think so, yeah. We oh, have is it to. Monday? Should we Twitch stream it? We do a live Twitch watching the game with our friends? Everyone we would watch it with is probably going to be over. To, yeah, I need to look into the rules of that too. Probably can't do anything of that mm. sort. Yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> that's probably a good way to get in trouble. Uh, get your account suspended on Twitch. Um... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that one through. It would be fun, though. Shout out in the comments. Let us know what you want us to do for the national title. How's that? Can we do that? Mm-hmm. I'll still be doing a hefty amount of moping, though, because I'm still mad that we're not in it. Am I broken? I, I just I don't feel the mope this year. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm mope, but I'm, you know. I'm or still... like the, the sad, you know? 
I'm still disappointed. Oh, I, was, I mean, I'm still disappointed in the way they, they finished that game. Yeah. I mean, having the lead with three minutes left and, and not doing well, a sure. single thing to go your way kind of made me mad. Sure. I understand that. Uh, let's get into... All right, so we're both taking Michigan. Uh, we should probably give a little bit more in-depth analysis on the national title game. Yeah, uh, oh, I'm going to finish the thought I was having. So, yeah, like, a, yeah, I mean, Michigan's got the, the advantage defensively, and they're probably the best defense that the Washington's played, and Washington's got probably the best offense that, that Michigan's going to have played. Uh, Michigan's defense is a little bit more consistent to me than Washington's offense is. You've made a lot, of, you've made a lot about it, you know, when the, with the couple games there where they, they kind of fell flat and it looked like they are going to be upset. They played uninspired ball against, like, Washington State. They barely played. They didn't play a good game against Colorado State, uh, games like that. Oregon State. Oregon State. You know, a lot of games they almost lost. So consistency-wise, I lean Michigan, both sides of the ball, really, but especially on defense when we compare it to their offense. They, they just can't have the special teams mistakes. And either. I do. I feel Michigan probably... By a touchdown to 10, 7 to 10 Because I, I think if they both play their A games, I think Michigan wins. But yeah. Michigan definitely didn't play their A game it's really the Penix against factor. Alabama. If it, if it hadn't been the fact that Penix has stepped up in every big moment he's been in this season, I, I would be leaning Michigan a lot more. But Penix by himself is making me think Washington might be able to win this game. Yeah. Now, I thought the same thing about Max Duggan last year. <laughs> For a minute. Remember, we thought that for a second? We uh, didn't expect well, TCU to beat Georgia, yes. but we were a little hopeful because they did all that against Michigan's vaunted defense in the, in the semifinal. And yep. So I'm approaching it the way I approached last year. It's like one team is clearly the better team to me, but I also don't expect it to, to be anywhere near what Georgia TCU was either. And I do expect Penix to play a lot better than Duggan did, and I expect him to... Win a lot of fans Monday, whether or not they win or lose. I think he will play an awesome game. Yeah, I agree with that. I think there's going to be, and you brought you and Forrest had a great discussion on it, but I think there's going to be a lot of people that want, um, a lot of people that want uh, Penix as their quarterback in the NFL after after Monday night, mm -hmm. regardless of what happens. I don't think JJ McCarthy's going to have that steam. There wasn't anything in JJ McCarthy's game against Alabama that made me sit back and go, "Oh wow." He had a couple throws. He had there. some good throws, yeah, he had some but it wasn't like. When I was watching with Forrest, I remember I even said like, I didn't give him credit to be able to do things like that. So it's not that I'm thinking he's bad. Yeah, it's when they I don't think, ask a lot of them. When I think back to that game, it's not going to be well. They just need to thank their stars and stripes. They had JJ McCarthy, right? That's yeah. that's not what I'll think about that game at all. Mm -mm. I'll say they need to thank their stars and stripes that Alabama had Seth McLaughlin. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Here's the thing though, is and that a ball that they muffed at the one yard line. After they put in a guy that they thought could guarantee wouldn't drop the ball, completely pissed it down. If, that, if that ball rolls in the end zone, we're not even, we're having a complete, all of college football has a different look to it right now. Yes. Um, no, actually, this is, this is where, where, how I feel about McCarthy right now. I think that he's just a really good quarterback that isn't asked to do as much as they actually could be asking them to. They don't have to because they've got Corum and Edwards and a good offensive line. They don't turn the ball over. Uh, you know. And Corum is awesome. He does. He's so good. Corum is so good. Corum is so good. I think McCarthy is what a really good, a real, like an actual like first-round caliber quarterback would have looked in the early Saban days where we yeah. didn't ask the guys to do what they do. Right. They just, hey, please don't turn the ball over and make an impressive play every now and again, and McCarron did it. Yep. And that's exactly how they do it. Yep. Uh, but no, I don't want any piece of McCarthy in the NFL yet because I think there's better better dudes right now. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you on that. Uh, do you want to talk the other New Year's Six games? We can a little bit, but 
I don't have a, I mean. Were you still on your, like, bowl hiatus where you weren't really watching and I was watching every I watched game? most of the New Year's Six Bowls, but I also don't want to be given crap for not liking the state of college football. We've both said negative things about it. Do you want to go into that discussion or you want to talk New Year's Six? You can do either. Penn State Ole Miss was a fun game. Ole Miss was really good, and Penn State was not very good. Mm-hmm. Drew Alar is a fraud. He was not. He was, He's yeah, a very, watched. very average dude. I don't know what happened there, but he he was uh he is not what I thought he was going to be. Uh, small Florida State discussion. They lost sixty three to three against Georgia, and then had the audacity to tweet out a bunch of stuff about how they should have been in the playoff game, mm-hmm. like it would have mattered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Uh, I don't have any more sympathy for Florida State. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I'm kind of glad that they lost. Um, uh, Michigan, Alabama, we talked about, obviously. LSU, Wisconsin, 35-31 was a great game. Uh, Oregon and Liberty. Whew. Bo, Bo Nix. Never should have been a bowl game. To Bo Nix treated that like an NFL tryout. And no, it shouldn't have been a bowl game. SMU, look, they don't beat Oregon, but they don't lose by 39. I'm sorry, guys, but everybody that wants the G5 uh, representation no. in the 12-team playoff, Nine times out of ten, that's the game you're going to get. Every now and then you'll get an upset, but nine times out of ten, it's going to be an Oregon versus no, Liberty. The, G, the G5 cannot keep up with the P5, and nothing has proved that to me this year, uh, more this year than the bowl season we just had. Mm-hmm. Anytime there was that matchup, even if a G5 team won, which I don't know how many did or if any did, they looked horrible doing it. Oh, Auburn lost 31-13 without Maryland playing their starting quarterback. So it could be a lot worse for us. We could have been born into Auburn families. Well, I wouldn't be doing this podcast if I was born Yeah, into that's, Auburn I mean, that's fan. a good point. This podcast would have uh, happened if we were Auburn fans. Uh, Tennessee won 35 nothing on the uh, very skinny shoulders of Nico. I will learn his name before next year, I promise. I'm not going to do the thing that people did to Tua. Where I'm going to just... try, though. I am Ilieva. Okay. I have no idea. I didn't, I didn't you, you watch the game with sound, so I have no idea how it's You pronounced. could have just nailed it, and I would have no idea. Okay. Um, State of college football. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you go off here. I, I'm a little bit more optimistic on all of college football right now than I think you are. But I don't disagree with anything you're saying. We have No, it's, it's really that we have been, you know, as things changed, I feel like I was the one that was a little bit more forgiving than the changing the, and the college becoming more like the NFL. But for some reason, this bowl season, I just had a hard time... Really, I mean, I enjoy it when I have it on, but like caring about the results, I didn't find myself caring about a single result that wasn't a playoff game. Like I ca- actually caring. I cared a lot about New Year's Six. Um, just because that's that's cool. That's that they're cool, but again, but, it's but, not Ohio State playing uh, playing Missouri. That wasn't the two teams we watched play. I mean, it was I, branding. I but, get what you're saying, but I think there are games where it was like that. Ole Miss and Penn State nearly had. Everybody yes, there were some, and I watched that one, and I watched what some that were some, but by and large, teams weren't whole, teams weren't complete. There wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of buy-in across college football. I don't think. I think it's fun, and I enjoy the fun moments, but I I, I am worried about where. It's not even that I'm worried. I just a lot of the soul of bowl season is gone, and it's art. It feels very artificial to me now. Like I'm trying to force myself into believing, and that's okay. That I feel that way and you don't. It's just two yeah, different no, ways of I, seeing it. I completely, and I'm not, again, I am not saying you're wrong on yeah. anything you're saying. You are totally right. They, you do not have good teams playing in bowl games right mm-hmm. now. You don't. You absolutely don't. Mm-hmm. You don't have whole teams. But I think there is still something to take away, especially, you don't want to watch the bad games or the games where everybody's sitting out. I don't blame you. Right. 
Penn State Ole Miss was a fun game. And I watched it. It was a fun game. Super fun game. It was one of the few that I was excited and then had circled to watch. Uh, LS, I wasn't that interested in Ohio State, Missouri. LA, the only trump card I have for you in the guys who didn't play the game, LSU Wisconsin was still a great football game. Mm-hmm. I know the names weren't there. Mm-hmm. I get it. Because mm-hmm. if Jaden Daniels had played, we'd probably be saying the other thing. Yeah. Um, but for me, I think, especially the New Year's Six, but look, you don't like bowl season. I don't blame you. I understand. But for me, the New Year's Six is such a great barometer to see where you are in the world of college football, especially headed into next season. Think about how many teams have gained so much momentum by winning a New Year's Six Bowl game. Absolutely. You have UCF claiming a national title, falsely. Uh, that's a joke. That's a joke. Everybody calm down. Um, it wasn't a joke. It was falsely. For, they didn't win a national championship. For beating a 9-4 and four Auburn team. Mm-hmm. But that means something to them. Sure. Right? And I think there is still a lot of character to the bowl season that you can find in the New Year's Six Bowls. But I, I, again, I don't disagree with you. I'm not saying you're wrong. You can feel whatever you feel, and I'm, I bet most people agree with you. Um, but for me right now, college football at the root of it is still college football. The Pop-Tart mm-hmm. Bowl is hilarious. Yes, that was fun. Objectively, that's that hilarious. Was fun. Duke's Mayo Bowl, great bowl game, hilarious, right? Um, I think the heart of college football is still there, but I don't disagree with you that it's, it's definitely warped and changed. The other thing I'll say to you is, it's warped and changed five times over in the time that you and I have been alive. It has. Right? It has. You went from these huge dynastic programs dominating for five, six, seven years to that era changing to the vacated era, which is what I'll call that. So that is your, your uh, you know, Alabama vacating wins yeah. to kick off the 2000s. You've got um, vacated national titles by USC and, and, and Heisman trophies and everything in between, right? Yeah. Um, I think moving from that, we got into sort of the end of the BCS era and the start of Alabama's dynasty. You went to the playoff era, mm-hmm. um, which continued with Alabama, started the Alabama-Clemson back and forth, continued with the Georgia-Alabama back and forth, and now we're in a new era of that. And I think this past weekend killed that era of college football, which was the one that was most formative when you and I were Becoming friends, starting this podcast, doing things like that. Right, yeah. So I think for us, it's just changed a lot. But you go ask my dad how much things have changed. He was just happy games were being played on New Year's Day again. Yeah. Because when he was growing up, that's what you did. All of the big bowl games were on New Year's Day. There were also like 12 of them. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Pops. That's, that's, that's too mean. <laughs> There's way more bowls. He's not that old. <sighs> I don't know. It's... Again, I had fun. And yeah, I, did, I, have, I have normally do like bowl season more. And I just... I couldn't... It's. I want to get excited about Ohio State Missouri playing in a bowl to see where both teams are. But I can't bring. I mean, when when the team is missing three, two starting receivers and a starting quarterback, it's it makes it just. And you know, we've 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 also gotten to react to everything that's ever happened on this podcast, right? right? Because we do it weekly during the college football season. So when things change, we actually have years worth of us talking about it. And I know that when we go to years past, we were nervous about it. But this is where it really, really actually reared its head to me. The first time I really felt the changes of college football in, in my, like, because usually I am. I'm usually just really, really happy that, that football's happening. But I think it took the distraction of the holidays, being around family, having other things that I'm doing for me to go, yeah, I mean, if, if I'm near the TV, it's on. But I, normally I would go out of my way to watch Michigan right. or Missouri and, and Ohio State. But now I'll just go see what happens because I just... 
if the players don't seem to care, then I don't seem to care. And again, I, I know that there's good moments. I know that you're right. I know that there's fun and there's good games to be had. And even bad games can be good where, where quarterbacks are missing and teams aren't playing. And, you know, we got, we got to see Nico at Tennessee do some things. We got to see, uh, we got to see uh, uh, Jackson Arnold at, at, Oregon, at, at Oklahoma. We got to see some faces that are going to be names, uh, household names in a couple years. Uh, but Nussmeyer at LSU. Great, Nussmeyer at great LSU. He was playing bad, yeah. and he had a really, really good turnaround, which I didn't see any of because I stopped watching the game because LSU was playing so poorly. I was like, oh, good. It's another one where somebody, you know, where a team doesn't look like what they should, and they started playing well. But I just had a harder time, and I, I mean, I'm going to be full on in college football, and the 12-team playoff, I actually think, will lean this back the other way a little bit more because there will be more teams that won't have players transferring out while the games still matter. But until then, I just, this was a year, and, 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 and any team in the Pac-12 that was playing, they're not even in their own conference next year. It's just, it was tough. And, you know, every game having to hear the, the same tired FSU-Alabama argument. I mean, you turn on the Birmingham Bowl and they're talking about it. You turn on the Dukes-Mayo Bowl and they're talking about it. It's like... Yeah. I want something to give back the other way. I want the Wild West to be tamed just a little bit. All on that note... Uh, Parker said NIL needs to have some way to ensure players play in the postseason, basically make it a contract. If you want to receive your million dollars, then you better play in the postseason. Yes. That is a that is that is the So start. I think I think that's a smart solution. Mm-hmm. What I think you will have happen then is guys walk out of the locker room, oh I uh, tore my hamstring, I can't play. It's fair. Like, At I, least I, you have to do that. I, I think, yes, and I think that is a good answer, but I think that's what it'll come to. And the only reason I think that is because college football has proven to me this year that that's how we're going to be. If, right? player, if players want to miss out on that money by being, well, I guess you wouldn't miss out on it by being injured, but if you want to if you want to be injured but not injured in, in a bowl game before you go to the league and have that be something that people remember you by, then by all means. But I do think that that's a good start because, yeah, I mean, it, it, you shouldn't be able to have it both ways. You shouldn't be able to go, all right, I'm going to go make millions in college, but then I'll get to pick and choose which games I actually want to play in. NFL players don't even get to yeah. do that. Tyree Kill can't go sit out this weekend and get his, his game check. If he sits out... For no other reason than he doesn't get it. I, I do think there could be a what we could see is a contract system mm-hmm. of NIL of to receive money, you need to play in a minimum of X of Y Z amount of games per how many wins your team gets. Yeah. Right. So if a team gets ten wins, you must play in eleven games. Mm-hmm. You must play in twelve games. Right. Um, I Transfer think, portal window has to be moved. Has to be yeah. moved. And has I, to be moved. For what it's worth, uh, also Forrest says, and maybe give the players a financial incentive for winning the bowl game. Yeah. I don't understand what we're doing with all this. I don't want to say all this bowl money because you'd be shocked how little money sponsors make off of a bowl game. Yeah. Especially a bowl game where nobody it's shows up. more advertising up. than making money off right. of it. Uh, a bowl game where nobody shows up, nobody's making any money there, right? Um but yes, yeah, somebody somebody giving incentive for winning a bowl game would be huge. I don't think it would really shift too much as far as the Jaden Daniels of the world, but some yeah. of those other guys who are round two, round three guys, maybe you don't have, you know, like 11 Florida State players sit out. Um, I think that's sort of that shift, right? Yeah. I, I think, and I think you will start seeing those shifts happen within the next two or three years because this isn't sustainable. Mm-hmm. Either that happens or the sport dies. And I know you're going to say, well, no, it'll always be around. It will always be around in some form or fashion, but it's going to become a seven-on-seven tournament where you have, like, 
three freshmen playing. So either they fix it or we're, we're watching the death because I think we're... Yes. I think we're... That's what I'm saying. Knee deep in that right now. I think we are knee deep in it. In yeah. the death of college football, if that's what we want to call it. Because, yeah, I mean, if it just keeps going, it just it, it becomes minor league NFL. Yeah. Which is okay if they want to make it that because guess what? Minor league baseball players are the same age as college football players. So if that's what they want to make it, so be it. But make a system so that the sport doesn't start suffering all of a sudden the last weekend of November. The- so that the sport doesn't start getting chopped off at the knees in November. Make a system. Make it minors. Make it contractual. Make things and decisions matter. Make making these big life decisions matter for the people that are watching the game and matter for you. Yeah. We, I, I think we, and we're part of this, I don't want to say problem, we're part of this discussion mm-hmm. and this discourse of there's you want what's best for the players. Yeah. You and I went to a school where how many times did we see a guy, not even an Alabama player, a guy that had his entire future ahead of him, mm-hmm. make zero dollars, have his knee explode, mm-hmm. and now makes zero dollars. Mm-hmm. Gets his uh, fibia and femur broken mm-hmm. and works at Regents Bank down the street. Sure. Right? And was a first-round draft pick. Absolutely. Projected. Absolutely. Um, There's been a huge overcorrection in the other way, I think, right? Where Mm -hmm. it is, we hit like 2020 and it was like, players need to get paid. And everyone was like, yes, we agree. Mm -hmm. And then it went, okay, let's start making collectives. Shunk. (laughs) And it went the complete other way. It went immediately into pay for play. I mean, every team in the country found their loopholes. And then the loophole just kind of became the unspoken rules. And then that's where we are. Yeah. Because it's not, to this day, now NIL has been bastardized into meaning something that it isn't. NIL means how much money are we paying you to play at our school? That's not what name, image, and likeness actually means. Yeah. That just means that people can't make a fake version of you and go make profit off of it. That's all NIL actually means, but we've turned it into a completely different definition. It is now the money you make playing college football. That is what I think of it as. That's what you think of it as. And that's not what it is, which is okay. I do... You brought up a good point. Tyrone Prothrow's career isn't so tragic had he been making wide receiver one money at Alabama. Yeah. Right? When if, he, Devont, if, if he was making Devontae Smith money, if he, he was, was making my, uh, the only, Marvin Harrison he Jr. He was the money. only part of Alabama's, say, I believe that was 2004, 2005, 2006 seasons mm-hmm. that made it bearable to watch. So that, so that guy does still break his tibia against Florida, and it's sad, but he does so with money in his bank. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen to players that get injured. Yes, it but again, sucks when players get injured. Things will always write themselves. How many times have we said it on this podcast? College football is cyclical, right? Things are always going to come back to roost and come back to a head. Look, the system's been broken for a long, ever since you and I have been alive. Yes. There's never been a solution. There's never going to be a College solution. College has never been a good sport as that, far as yeah. the, the rules of it. No. It is also one of my favorite things on this planet. Mm-hmm. And I have loved it through all of its faults my entire life. That won't change probably for a long time if it ever does. No, and if it never changes again, if it stays like this every year for forever, regular season I will be there. But until they start doing something to the postseason other than the 12-team playoff, I think I'll kind of still be in the same spot. Yeah, I don't um, blame you. I don't blame you at all. Um, okay, is there anything else you want to say? No. This was, this was this was nice. Hey, this was, a, this was another, another little nice podcast. Uh, thank you guys. Let's, let's do this. 
we will do something. Thank you for having fun with us this season. Yes, thank you for that. Also, the first time I've tried to point on this, I got it right the first time. I had to actually physically think about it. Watch me point to... There he is, there's Bryce Young. Hey. Okay, um, I was just playing around with that. No, thank you guys for being with us. I know this was like a weird, like the streaming thing was like a weird route for us to take, but I appreciate you and all the work you've done. I think it's been super fun. I think Quincy Radar has been great. This is something we're going to continue to do in the offseason. And I know we say we're going to do stuff in the offseason. We're actually going to do it because we enjoy playing video games. We're going to do it anyway. And setting all this up takes It'll be more of a scheduled thing now. I think we'll probably tweet like, hey, we're going to be like on tomorrow. Like hang out with us. Because they're going to be, it won't be like a scheduled Monday or Tuesday thing. It'll be like uh, every week, maybe two weeks, maybe three weeks. I think we'll play more than just, NCAA will be our main focus, I think. But I think we'll play more games other than just NCAA. Yeah, so so basically, we got this set up, and we got it barely working the first time we did it. And we've just kind of let it, we didn't want to rock the boat too much. But now that the season's ending, and we're not going to be doing it weekly, I'll be able to kind of, we will be able to even kind of play around with it more. Mm Mm-hmm. Take it further, try new things. We're going to be in a different room next year. We're going to have more of a set. We're going to probably have a little bit more equipment. So it's still going to keep evolving. We're going to keep doing this. But we're just going to make the system a little bit better, a little bit yeah. cleaner, a little bit more engaging, yep. a little bit more interactive. And then, you know, we're going to listen to your guys' comments. I've got some questions for Spencer. I know he's got some things he wants to suggest so, that he's been suggesting that I just haven't been able to implement so yet. We're both announcing right now that we are coming back for a 10th season of Pat's Interference. Yes. Which is only three years more than the amount of years that Oklahoma State's quarterback has gotten to play. He got his seventh year of eligibility this year. Malachi. Today. Malachi. I forgot the dude's name, but he's coming back for a seventh year healthy season of college football. Malachi Moore is coming back to Alabama. Malachi Moore was playing for Alabama in 2020. I am also ready for the COVID players to be done, but that's not something that college uh, that's, football can help. That's something that's that, also, that happened during a pandemic. I don't really, I'm not mad about it, but I'm ready for it to be done. Most of those cases, I don't really mind. Yeah, I, yeah, it's a little dumb, but like, I don't, I get it. It's a little silly that DJ Uyunglele is getting to play on his third team in three years in his sixth season of college football. That's a little silly to me, but I get why that exists. I get why there's COVID seniors, and I'm not going to argue against it because everybody deserved a COVID year. But by the way. Uh, if you think that this transferring thing is new to college football, go look how college football was in, like, the 1910s and 20s. Dudes would literally play in a game on Thursday, ride a train to Saturday to Tuscaloosa, and play for Alabama on Saturday. It, ha- it happened nonstop. Damn, if we could go back to the way it was 1910, Alabama would never miss the playoff. I bet they would. <laughs> I bet there's one huge reason why they'd miss the playoff. If, if things were like how they were in 1910, there's one really big reason. That is exactly 1910. Oh, my gosh. All right. On that cheery note, thank you guys for watching all season. Uh, we'll be back to do a national championship episode. We'll do something. We'll probably be watching the game together Monday night. Yeah. Maybe we live tweet it or something. Let's hang out. Yeah, we'll, we'll hang we out. interact with us. Do some stuff with us. Hey, we love you guys. Thank you so much. Good night.